Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ask Jillian with me. As always, is Liz. Hi, everybody. How excited are we today? So excited. We have a guest that doesn't even need introducing. If None. I just say Dorothy, everyone oh. knows it's Dorothy yes. Lucy. Because or you say Dorothy, like Dorothy. Howard Stern. I started saying it like him. Dorothy <laughs> Lucy, everybody. Going Hi, everybody. Back. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go way, way back. Okay. I pulled into the parking lot at Fox. And, and we had Fox. the same car. We had the same car, right? What car was that? It was a little white BMW with beige interior, and it was a oh, convertible. So right? Yeah. So that should have been an indication of a great relationship. Absolutely. Off the start. It started out that way. <laughs> okay. And then I remember just getting shipped off to places like, you're going to be here for a week. You're going to be in San Diego for a week. You're going to be, and I'm like, I want to be with them. Like you guys were having so much On fun. Set. At this Although uh, the set itself, like I came from the evening news where it was all serious and you know, like I can remember, I don't even know how I didn't get fired earlier because do you remember Earth Man? Yes. David. David. I remember he had a segment and I remember I told you I had that fake mouse from my baseball player husband. And it was a mouse that had battery operated and it looked like it was writhing and dying. And he was doing the news and I popped it up behind his shoulder on the air for no reason. I wasn't drunk. And this was like the 10 o'clock people? Yes. By the way, we're drunk now. So just so people know that. I did make uh, Miss Lucy cocktails, which I never do for other guests. I figured I had to. The other guests aren't drunk because everybody sounds drunk. No, no, no. I mean, in the happiest way. Just me. But normally I do a cranberry reduction, if you will. You add sugar and then you add like a Veuve Clicquot, nice champagne. Now I've got shit champagne and a $2 box of Boone's Farm wine, as you and I know very well. But it's got like a plant growing in it. Okay, some rosemary. Sprig of rosemary. From my garden. All right, so I did know about you, but I was doing the first time we met, it was some sort of audition. Mm. Oh, really? It was at Fox. It was like a sports thing, and neither one of us got the job, so obviously they were idiots. (laughs) But And you were a redhead. Yeah, okay, so I just moved here from Miami. And you were Jillian Wari. Definitely just moved here. You weren't married yet. No. No, I moved out here sans man. Oh, Even wow. though he was from here, the ball player, but I didn't, we weren't no, married. No, no, I went to the first wedding. I made you invite Steve to the first wedding. She <laughs> did. I got married at Newport Beach and I was like, I don't know. I don't really know him that well. She's like, yeah, no, it's protocol. You I'm like, he's the anchor. He's you the anchor. Have that to you have to I was like, oh, She's really? only posting you. Like, she totally yes, did. Okay, I didn't know it. the protocol. I was a fucking ding dong <laughs> from okay, Canada. I'm like, do I have to invite? Yes, you do. And then I remember that because we had the wedding was on the beach and you wore a red dress and everyone's like, oh, she's oh, a how knockout. how inappropriate. Is it oh, really? Is it? Yes. Is it? I didn't know that. Everyone was like, she's a knockout. Lady in red at a wedding. Oh, yeah. She, focus, Dorothy. I, I thought so pulled focus. Black was wrong. This was a real indication of things to come. You know, it was an indication on the marriage. There was the first dance, and you and like Jessica Aguirre and all. And I the, danced with all my girls. All, we all danced, and and, and and you're wait the first wedding dance. Your then girls? brand new husband was like, "Excuse me, bitches." <laughs> Except he didn't say bitches because he was really sweet. <laughs> he was very sweet, man. <gasps> they said first dance and we all got up and danced with her. Yes. It's dangerous. You yes. and my Miami friends were dangerous together. That was a sign. That, that was, was a sign. sign. Okay. By the way, one that of was those... a fun wedding. I don't know if, if the groom had fun, but it was a fun wedding. <laughs> it was fun for us. He did because wasn't that the first night you officially had sex? Uh, oh my God, that's yeah. right. You guys in the front door. Sex. In the front door. Stop! <laughs> oh God. He can say that. Yeah. I know. Wait, of, of your house? <laughs> Dorothy. Oh, <laughs> Dorothy. <laughs> Wait, apparently I'm not drunk enough. Dorothy. We're talking about Julian, remember? Oh 
Back door is not literal. I, mean, I haven't seen pants. her for like eight months. I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. Oh my God. Oh, yes, you like, romantically carry me over the threshold. And then you had sex right there. And then me. And then, yeah. Because I'm thinking, oh I was at that house. Did I step over that spot where they had sex? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> where they consummated their relationship. You stepped on my butt. I don't recall that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh front God. door, back door. Oh, I get yeah. it now. So, okay. anyway, wait, go back to the double white Mercedes. Yeah. Very ladies of LA. Yeah. That's the first time you met going into Cate LA? Or? No, I was like, who's who's the bitch who has the same car as me? Well, because you work nights and I work in yeah. the morning. Yeah. So the twain did not meet that ah, often. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we did meet at some audition. And then I don't, funny, I don't we, remember it. I don't think we met again until you started on the show. Isn't that crazy? People assume because you work at the same station. But yeah, I work nights. Yeah, like we never saw the 10 o'clock. Piece. You so, had to get up. At, like, what time were you getting up at that uh, time? Like 3.15. What an idiot. I'll Ooh. never forget, Dorothy. I, I joined the show and I was like, I hate this. I can't get up in the morning. I'm a night person. I moved from Miami. She's like, it'll take six weeks. Six years later, I'm like, I hate Why? you, bitch. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to these hours. It was brutal. How did your husband deal with you doing that for so long? Because I'm sure he, he loved it. I was gone news. and I was making yeah. money. Yeah. But yeah. I remember getting up at like 3.15 in the beginning. And then toward the end, no wonder why I got my ass fired. I was getting up at like, you know... <laughs> 610. Yeah. <laughs> On air at seven. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you get it down after a while. I did too. I would get up much later and we would still, it was not really a big deal. You know, so we kind of had it down. I will say the early days of Good Daily, I don't think. Oh, we were boring in the well, early, I early boring. days. I don't think we knew in LA what was to come. Yeah. So were Steve and you already anchors in that time slot? And then she, Jillian, yes. joined. It was all pretty close, though. I think I started, and I remember I cried the night before I started because I really, really? didn't want to work mornings. Yeah. And then Steve started about a month later, and then you were like a month after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Quick, quick, quick. It was yeah. very quick in procession, and I think I'll never forget the baseball player who well, never... Well, you know, you know why she started. No, because how did you go from because night to day? Because Mark Thompson didn't want to work mornings anymore. That's right. No and he way. like huck thinned her into it. And I would get called into the boss's office, God love Jose Reyes, every day after I would fill in for Mark if he was in Hawaii or something. They go, you really suit mornings. I go, wait, three minutes at night or three hours in the crack of jack? Oh, like, I, let me think. No. And I kept saying to him, you're going to fire me because I'm not a morning person. I, I remember preemptively saying, if I take this position because of Mark Thompson, I'm going to get fired. No, you won't. No, you won't. Because you felt you were irreverent or why did you no, feel you could I just, get fired? I knew I was, a, I used to go to bed at three or four. Oh, so you couldn't get up. Yeah. Okay, it took got 20 it. years to get fired. 20 years to get fired, but <laughs> eventually it happened. But they uh, said, oh, no, 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 you know, this and that. So this is what really hoodwinked me. Then I signed a deal from six to 10. And then I find out Mark only did seven to 10. And I was like, what the fuck? Now I got an extra hour Ooh. of bullshit. And I so, totally forgot that you did the 6 a.m. Yes. And so what happened was after our ratings started. Did you have to be like normal in the 6 a.m.? No, I was never normal. Okay. I was like, fuck you. This is what you bought. This is what you get. Like, you know what you paid for. <laughs> yeah, it was a boring, it was a much more straight news show. I wouldn't say boring, but you know what I mean? It was a traditional news show. And I'd be like, oh my God, when are they getting here? Then we would do the 710 or 7 to 9, and I think it was. And that's when Dorothy and Steve would step in? Yeah. Exactly. Ah, okay. Yeah, I didn't forgive Mark so Thompson for years. you were coming in hot. You were warmed up for a whole hour. Oh yeah, and I was oh. angry. Oh, angry. I was angry. Oh, geez. Oh, coming in angry. Coming in angry. I was angry. I was. I felt like... And coming in from the night before, because she was wild then. <laughs> I always, people always ask me this about you, and I say, Jillian never goes out, except when she goes out, she goes out. Yes. She doesn't go home. Yeah, I, I, it's true. I was part of a lot yeah. of those nights. You know that. Whoops. See, I want to hear those stories. We'll get you. We'll oh, get God. that. All right. All right. We've had some good stories, but yeah, very late nights. So then you, I remember starting, and I'll never forget, do you remember Kim Crawford? Of course you yeah. Kim was directing Good Day LA, right? And yeah. 
they gave her $500, $500 to go and change the whole set. Poor Kim. So how Wait, much can you change? What? There's a set budget? I think it was actually 5000 but still. Oh, <laughs> still, it was like you couldn't buy a Hyundai. That yeah. is, there is a bit of a difference between 500 No, but and what 5, they created, like, I mean, I decorate and I watch those home video, home and garden videos right. and HGTV and all that. We could have done better than that. I mean, it was just hideous. And it wasn't Kim's fault. It was just like, it was so fucking cheesy. It was funny. So no, there we was that orange thing that they, looked like a carrot like that a was planter, supposed to be a planter. And yeah. it had stuff coming out. And then Steve would cross his legs and then he'd have his black socks and his hairy legs would go till his pants. And he had magenta hair then. <laughs> Purple hair. Oh, so we used to call him Barney. walking disaster <laughs> in the morning. And, and then you and I would go out after the show. Yes. And drink, which drink. It was wait, like, what? It was yes. like 10 in the morning. Yeah, so well, wait, when five you first somewhere. started... Yeah. You were getting along. I we were really close in the beginning. We <gasps> never hated each other. It's funny because people say, oh my God. Like, in fact, I put questions out today and were I said- Were you over on the weather wall though? You weren't seen at the main desk when it first started, correct? I don't remember. Was I, Dorothy? I don't recall. It was really Steve on the set by himself. Can you imagine how dull that show was? <laughs> That's why I don't think I remember it or watched it. Okay. Love, you, love okay. you, Steve. One of the questions. Why did you Wait, guys... where are these questions from? These are from Twitter. Oh, I just said, okay. Dorothy's coming on. And most people are like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I want to hear this podcast. Yippee. But um, I was like, give me questions. So this guy said, why did you guys hated each other? Hated? <laughs> so said, why did you guys hated each other for a okay. long time? When was the turning point? Did either of you get jealous when Steve Edwards paid more attention to the the other one. Oh, well, that and part for sure. What do you think of oh. the people who replaced you guys? All great questions. And this is coming. It's like a news conference. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll take, yes, you in the back. What? Who was that question from? Uh, it was a Steve. man. <laughs> <laughs> he says, adopt, don't shop. His name is Ed. Ed. Thank Ed? you, Ed. Okay, oh. Ed. Yeah. So, so many questions there. Okay, First where do one, we begin? In the I beginning, will... we would go out all the time. Yeah, you were friendly. Yeah. We went out one night. Who were we with? It was one of our favorite gay dates. I cannot even remember which yeah. The, oh, Mark Friedman. Yes. <laughs> you remember. I do. I okay, remember I must have been drunker than you. Okay. Who was Mark Friedman? What did he do there? He did something. He I was hate. fabulous and he was yeah, so he was... openly gay and he used to talk like Paul Lynn all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he never turned it off. <laughs> he was Uncle Alan or whatever his name was on Bewitched. Right? He was yes. both. Yeah. He was all of the above. Yeah. We, I don't know, we went out to breakfast, which then turned into lunch, which of course mimosas to then, you know, wine or whatever. And then I think I drove home. So hopefully I sobered up first. And I think you stayed over and then went to work the next day from his house. We we used to do that all All the the time. time. Like I'd show up and she's like, didn't you wear that yesterday? And I say, yeah, well, I stayed at Mark's last night and I slept in this. Yes. Oh, you know, and I used to do that all the time. Yes, I know. So you joined Good Day Life. Yeah. I remember there was a shit disturber there. There was a few and they didn't like Dorothy and pretended to like me. I don't know if you know this. this. Or do you, okay, don't name names. I would do a rhymes with, but I don't even know her last was name. Was it a producer or director? No, she was on camera and she oh, had a real really? bone in. Mm-hmm. And Wait, somebody on camera and they hated me and I don't know this? Yeah, and she used to say Ooh. to me, you're next, you're next. She's going to hate you and da da da. And then my- I was going to hate you? Yeah. Oh shit, you got to tell me who this was. Her, I forget her last name. Susanna? In was the, her first name. Chopper? Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay. Interesting. Does that make any sense? I didn't even know her because she was in the chopper. We met like twice. Okay. And I didn't really know her. And then her and her, I don't know, husband or fiance had me out for dinner. And now that I look back, it was very staged in the sense that it was like... So like a real housewife. This woman is not, you you know, she's going to turn on you. And I was like, How could I have turned on her? She was in the chopper. She was too far away (laughs) for me to have turned on her. (laughs) Okay, really pretty. She's a beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Did I say what her nickname was? Uh, do I remember? One of our producers had a nickname for her. Yes, what was it? She was so hot, but... Texas crazy. 
Oh, oh okay. okay. I didn't even know she was from there. Nothing but against, I, I don't even know if she is. Yeah, so. we're like, nothing against Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a beautiful girl. But I just remember getting my head filled with that and coming from Miami okay, never, with Jessica. We never talk about this. I never knew I this. I don't know. Okay. And I just remember, do you remember being at the, my number one's wedding and then uh, Jessica Geary was there and Kelly, remember oh, Kelly? Kelly Mitchell, I loved her. Yeah. She died of breast cancer. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, she was like my mentor from Miami. Everybody, oh, yes, I do know that. Yeah, the right, most from, fun human ever. Ever. And and came from Oklahoma and was just so... She was not one of the ones you made out with, though, was she? No. Okay. No. Was Kelly, it? no. She was like my... Jessica? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jessica, for sure. Go. Kelly, no. I was very in awe of Kelly and her, everything she'd accomplished. That, she was so smart. Like, she would tell news directors how they should approach things. And I would sit in the room just in awe of this woman. She was uh, amazing. She was such a news junkie. And then when she passed away, everyone came out of... I don't say the woodwork, but people in the business, I'm like, how do you know Kelly Mitchell? Like, these are famous oh. major celebrities hosting national shows for Entertainment Tonight and E! News. Mm. And they're like, oh, I came from Florida. I came, I worked after you at Channel 7 and she mentored me. I'm like, how many people did this woman mentor? I mean, that's pretty insane. And then she passed. I, I want to say she was 50 something. Mm. Yeah, it was brutal. But mm. um, so anyway, getting back to that whole morning, it was a weird shift in, in the tide. Things were happening. And then- Yeah, I was going to say, when did you start to feel the change of, oh wait, we might be starting to get some buzz and popularity. Okay, I was in the grocery store once and we would say anything on the show because right. nobody was nobody watching. Watched. Right. We had actual hash marks, <laughs> which means not one human being is watching Right, the show. which was hysterical. What are you talking no, about? Asterisk. Like, no, no, that, had, that was our ratings. It was real. Our ratings were that yeah. asterisk. When you have no one watching, it doesn't even give a bleep Shut on- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So we were like the lunatics oh, running the asylum. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was just kind of fun because it it's like cared. this podcast, you'd say anything. Yeah. But Steve and was, Jose wasn't like, he didn't hover over us because he didn't give a shit because. Oh yeah. The, our boss never watched. Never because watched. Because he was horrified. So he didn't horrified. watch. Horrified. In fact, Blinders the only time on. he okay. did watch. We, we oh, when called. he made us watch. <laughs> what happened? Our boss. He, he got called. annoyed with us and he made us sit down and watch the show. And he For thought this hours. was punishment. And we, <laughs> we laughed the whole time. Like, we're fucking we, hilarious. We enjoyed each other. I go, oh my God, Steve, you said that. He's like, yeah, you don't ever pay. Like we're having this whole conversation. It was like mystery science theater with our boss at the front with the clicker going this is not exactly what i was anticipating i always thought we should have done mystery science theater on <laughs> um, chases because we were really funny during the chases but you know not on the air we were. so i was in the grocery store and this woman came up to me and said total stranger and said you don't need a facelift and i was like excuse me <gasps> and then i realized me, i had bitch. said that morning oh. on the show oh my god i need a facelift <laughs> and you went wait a minute this is out in the world now like well one person is watching <laughs> You're my one viewer. Because <laughs> wasn't Steve still, I mean, I always, the sense was as a viewer that he was always still taking it pretty seriously. I mean, he tried to keep it on track. So, you know, <laughs> you know I mean, there are times you're like, oh God, Steve. Well, because they he used to, so, you can tell he was like very excited about a real news story sometimes. And you're like, oh, and Steve. Yes, pretty much. And the producers would yell at him in his ear. And no, we weren't was, wearing the IFP, so we, we couldn't hear them. So they're yelling at him, shut them up. And of course, we don't hear shut them up. You can tell it was over her shoulder or back. It's on the floor. It's on Teddy. He was constantly getting yelled at about us. And he's like, I'm not their babysitter. When I think about that, that makes me laugh even harder because I just didn't appreciate it back then. I was like, ah, shut up, old man. Let's move along. You know, and he was like, show some respect. But And he's talking about some major scientific breakthrough. And you two are like, whatever. The Bachelor. Yeah, The Bachelor. Oh, my God. Dorothy was obsessed. But you were obsessed. 
I you're, still watch it. What is wrong with me? I, you know what? <laughs> and now, of course, I listen to Howard Stern every single day, and he's obsessed with it too. And I'm like, God, he and Dorothy would have like a fest about this. It's all they do is talk about it. He's obsessed with it. I don't. I never got. I've never seen an episode. Still, well, maybe one day you, Howard, <laughs> and I will sit down. And watch. <laughs> he likes to eat early at five, <laughs> sauce on side, have a shower, and then watch The Bachelor with his wife. And I'm like, he's so close to being gay. He's the perfect husband. You oh. know what I mean? And like, then I try and make my husband watch, and occasionally he will watch a rose ceremony, but that's as far as he goes. <laughs> I don't even know what that you, is. It's like I'm end. speaking another language. Yeah. Rose ceremony. Right, but it's where they give the rose to the person that's yes, going to win. Okay, so wait a minute. So now you're friendly, you're getting along, you're going out for brunches that turn into yeah. dinners, yeah. and there's a shift at the grocery store where someone told you you don't need your face. <laughs> when did it become like you're on the desk, it's what all of us fell in love with, the true good day of life? Well, Steve always tells it as the... Turtle head story. The turtle head, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> he went to the bathroom in a commercial break, and I think there was some breaking news, and then he heard in his his pants were at his ankles, and then he heard, we're Stop. coming back. Yeah, yeah. Stop. And then I said, I said, Steve's in the bathroom. <laughs> we the just shut up. We just took over. And when he came back, it's like the show was never the same. <laughs> I said, Steve's in there. I don't think it's number one. I think he's got a turtle head. And it was breakfast time. People were like, what the fuck is this woman talking so about? breaking and important news is coming out. <laughs> Steve is like trying to pinch one off. Yeah. And you have no dignity for him whatsoever. And history was made. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. I think that was the beginning. That's one of those, the famous, like, people don't want to hear that over their breakfast cereal. But yeah. yes, they do. Yeah. Because that is the moment where, you know, you'd be doing your makeup or wherever you were in your house watching going, what did they just say? Because yeah. that's what you guys became. I what think did they just say? The moment for uh, me to realize that things are happening and Steve got it because he'd been in the business much longer. He was going to go for the ride. Yeah. Like, he was he, smart. But he also yeah. realized when things started changing and people were writing about us, maybe if it was the LA Times or LA Magazine, he was like, things are changing. Do you understand that? And I was like, yeah. But deep down, I don't think I did. Did you realize the change that was happening? No, and he always makes fun of me because I had worked on many unsuccessful shows. <laughs> so I didn't understand mm. Success, yeah. and he would say to me, "We're doing really well in the ratings," and I'd be like, "Bullshit! No, yeah. we're not. I'm on this show. It is yeah. not successful." She was like so self-deprecating. <laughs> it was hysterical. So I kind of was like, "Going well." She says that, and then he, I don't know, like people. But then you'd go out, and people would after the show constantly. If you, you know, if we went out to Barney's or something, people would say, "Oh my God, I went to Fred Siegel. It was nonstop." So oh, okay, then I so realized she was such like, a rock star, at Fred Siegel, and not just because she dropped tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> tens of dollars. Yes. yes. Go ahead, Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> No, you were just, I mean, Fred Siegel was like the mosh pit. Yeah, it was. Well, I think you guys hit, what was amazing was all the demographics. It just didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter that we watched it. And in the industry, hello, LA is the number two market. So the industry was watching it on a, that's what we watch in the morning. Yeah. So you turn it on and starting at 7 a.m. It's you guys for three hours. That's how I got a lot of the gigs because I'm a horrible auditioner, but just them watching the show and saying, okay, Mm -hmm. we want to hire you for this maybe sitcom or something. Well, I mean, you you changed the way women dress on TV. Mm -hmm. Nobody's worn a jacket. Uh, 100% getting back to the question of the guy you know on our Twitter what do we think of the people that replace us I can't even give you a name because I think they've gone through so many women I think they mean the it was a national show that all of us it was sort of like what is those two other anchors what's happening because Steve was still there and it was like you two stepped out good day live yeah it was like that's our first firing that was a warm-up firing and I think for me because at that time Jill got fired first the second time I got fired first from the national show 
when that happened, and this is weird to say because it didn't happen to me, it happened to you. Yeah. And you and I weren't exactly friendly then. Yeah. That was one of the more shocking things that has ever happened in my career when you got fired. <laughs> It was just It was so shocking. out of left field. I got to say, as a viewer, it was like... Well, I think they were nervous about the Midwest and me coming on as a pistol, not realizing that eventually it's like the Howard Stern thing. It might be shocking at first, but my God, he's the highest paid person in radio for a reason because he mm-hmm. is who he is. People and he might have loved us eventually. They might have loved... Yeah, you might... Or not, you know, but chances are not. But still, you know, we would have had that opportunity. <laughs> no, my, I always say, and I say it as a joke, but people think it's real, which fucking kills me. I say... Yeah, they replaced me with Debbie Matinopoulos, and they used to call, and Debbie will tell you, they called her Jillian Light, and then they replaced Dorothy with Arthel Neville, but they were so cheap that they kept the main picture of the three of us, and they just exchanged heads, so Dorothy's hands are black. <laughs> it's a black woman's hands. Are you for real? No, but I'm just saying, oh, okay. wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a story. They did actually they do that? did that. No, Arthel had okay. white hands. Okay, so they did they do it. I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not crazy. Thank you. So they made her hands white. I just take it a step further that they left her hands in as oh, black boy and then they had Dorothy's because face you, but yeah that would make sense that she was yeah. I remember like at a certain point you know on the local show that all of us watched and loved you went from being at the weather wall to sitting at the desk and then you'd bring your dog in and yeah. then the magazines oh, came Teddy. in and yeah. it just became a complete free-for-all especially from starting about 8 30 <laughs> to 10 unless there was truly breaking, breaking news. news and we could do that too so I remember Steve turned to me saying how do you transition I say you don't you just have a joke and you go oh we got breaking news happening what, what do you mean transition yeah. it's like I don't know how you feel about it now Dorothy but when I see news I get my news now in kind of vignettes but old school news is like the anchors will sit and say two children died today a horrific accident in the corner of Crenshaw and Jefferson whatever and then let's go to David Goldstein and then David Goldstein would have to say that's right two children died at this corner right here blah 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 we sort of got rid of all of that and just went right for the jugular. And I don't know that people, it's like Shepard Smith at Fox News. I worked with Shep in Miami and I realized he didn't use any, there were no adjectives. It was like two people dead, four o'clock today, bus coming along, they're gone, Jeez. bus driver. Mm. You know, he wouldn't say, uh, how do I, he would leave out all of the adjectives, anything that explained mm-hmm. and he just dropped it. And that's what kind of Miami used to do. And so I came from that and I couldn't understand how, I guess, boring the news yeah, was out here. Yeah, I can't watch local news unless my husband's on. Yeah. And, and, and then I will watch. And he's won all of <laughs> the nice of occasionally. Yeah. That's nice of you. <laughs> well, watch did your he, husband. Did he watch us? I don't know. <laughs> but you know, one thing uh, in this whole Zoom world I'm seeing, people are a little uh, loosey-goosier. Yeah. Yes. Because they're home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me. Uh, how we used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Although we were We did it in nuts, the studio. But. Like Steve used to say, if we didn't have these desks here, we wouldn't be so outrageous. I'm like, I don't know. I could be pretty outrageous. You home. would go to the weather wall and yeah. be doing goat girl and yeah. fake farts. And <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do you remember goat, goat girl. girl? And Steve used to go crazy. Give he me to, some goat girl. I won't. And he, she used to go, give me goat girl. And then he'd go, stop encouraging. Do you remember that? Okay. So now to his Ed's question of, okay. did we ever get jealous did I ever get jealous of Steve paying attention to you? I no, always, it was different. Because oh, Steve and I have had this conversation many times. I always thought you were the favorite child. Really? Ooh. Yeah. And I always felt like Ooh, he held me to that? a really high standard. Yeah, that's probably it. He didn't hold me to any standard. No, no, just just in 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 my behavior, like I always had to be the mature big sister, one, the like, mature you know, one. Mm. And I would always be like, I'm getting a damn nosebleed from the high road I'm taking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, what did I like he say that. to that? That's oh, shut up, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but then wait a minute, go back because you two are getting along. Okay. Where did the shift happen that you start to not get along? Because I'll tell you as a viewer on Good Day LA, 
I don't really remember a time that I thought those two are besties. They're like sisters. It was like they want to kill each other. Do you remember other. what Suzanne Summers said about us? And I love this to oh, this yeah, day. Yeah. Well, wait, when when they get along, it's good. When they don't, it's good TV. It's great TV. So yeah, she's where like, was the shift? I don't know. Do I have no. Do you know if a well, shift? Well, I, I I have thoughts about it, but I didn't know the whole ah. other person up in the sky saying saying that. <laughs> Watch watch out I, would, for I would turn on you for God's sakes. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I that's there all was I remember. One thing, and I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this. There was a party that one of our producers had that for some reason I didn't go, which is weird because I used to be the one that went to parties. Everybody thought you were the wild partier and you were really more like the, the stay at home. home and, yeah. Yeah. You would show up. You'd but go. You, you went to this party. Okay. And it was somewhere like in Manhattan Beach. And for some reason I didn't go. And then the next day, okay, you had had fun and everybody was telling fun stories. And I think I said something on the air about it. I don't remember. Okay, because I heard after that you were upset that I was like alluding to you like, you know, being drunk or something? Yeah. I don't remember that. Being wild or whatever. Yeah. Well, I would take that as a compliment, but See, I don't remember. See, that's why, yeah. I don't remember. But that's the only thing I could think of. That's weird. And I don't even remember the party. God. It's funny how your mind, you have certain things that you remember and certain things that you, not that you block out, but that you just don't. So when you ask Liz, when did it, I, to me, there's just no... I don't have a that definitive. You almost did goat girl there. Did I? <laughs> I can't remember. So there was not a definitive not fight. I think so. There wasn't a disagreement. Because no. I will say, you were the entertainment. You covered that whole yeah. area. But then you would interrupt her so much. Oh, did I? Oh. You could tell as a viewer, it would like, you'd be like, picking sides let here? me just finish the story. <laughs> did I actually say it in that voice? I think he like did a teacher. sometimes. Just like, really? just shut. And she went, bang. And then I go back to my magazines. magazines. I just know. I That's just, hysterical. Yeah. Because I always enjoyed the back and forth. Because I mean, that was what the whole damn That's show the was. Whole chemistry. Show. But yeah. there was, there was like, at some point, there was a moment where it wasn't fun anymore. You think? Between us. And I yeah. don't know exactly why. I don't know. I, I Honest to God, I can't remember any of that. I feel like then there was another shift then when you got pregnant. And then there was like a softening of from you, like, because you're going to be a mother. And Dorothy has already was a mom. And so uh, yeah. there was some relatability. But yeah, as a viewer. As a viewer, what did you think? I mean, people love Yeah, because we don't know. We don't know. I will say, we like no I idea. said, loved the chemistry, but it definitely felt like... There felt, was an edge. Yeah. Oh, like you, Jillian, could easily piss off Dorothy and that, that you would kind of take the high road, like you said. And with the nosebleed. Right, with But the you could tell bleed. I was faking it. And you kind of like <laughs> grin and bear it and grit your teeth to get through it. Like, I'm going to, like, you know. And and Steve would try to, and sometimes as a viewer, it felt like he played you off of each other. Oh. And that, you know, I remember once, and I think it was the national show, and you and I had gotten it to something on the air, which oh. normally we didn't. You know, I mean, right. we might start to or pretend to, but we, right. I think, really gotten into it. Oh. And Steve told me the next day, they, like the big bosses, called him to, like, commiserate with him on how hard his life was. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he's that. stuck in the middle? Oh. I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. Was that on the national show? I think so. Because you were very irreverent, Jillian. I mean, God loves Steve, but he'd make references that were kind of old dated and you would call him out on it and you were much more respectful for him so it, yeah listen as a viewer it was fantastic time. i'm not Dorothy, gonna take you away to from say it. it was something about this uh actor and i don't know if it was denzel <laughs> and you said a black actor and then you said blackter and I, go, I was talking too and you, fast and you're like oh wait no not a, i go stop that's brilliant he's a blackter i go steve is a white anchor he's a wanker which of course <laughs> oh. means a big dick in british oh. and i don't think steve was you know amused but he laughed he should have been complimented. He was. I. He put up with so much that you know. I think, and not just 
I remember poor, and now I think about Steve having to go through, I mean, look, we're the ones who took the brunt of the, we got fired and we'd have to pack up at 9 a.m. I'd pack up my makeup case, oh, my magazines. Okay, that was the worst thing. And then ever. Debbie would come in and then Arcel would come in and Dorothy would pack up at nine and they would do the 10 o'clock, which was national. And we'd be like going back to our cars. Little did I know that you would go back crying. I would go back bawling to my car. And you two she were was, commiserating well, with no, each other. She was uh, like, and because the local show was kind of like, you know, the piece of crap local show, but the national show, which was never a big success, was a big budget thing. Mm -hmm. So Jillian and I would leave like womp womp and then there'd be like, like huge production yes, numbers, yes. you know, like fan fanfare. Broadway, the national show, and we'd have to walk through. And like these we created crowds. the party that we got kicked out of. And we were like, "Oh fuck you!" Then we on the way out, that why can't we pull balloons people. on the way out? Screw you. Plus, Debbie and I don't think she ever meant it in in any kind of harm because she loved you. Mm -hmm. But Debbie always wanted to be your friend, and and I know that was just not in you're my like yeah, no. not not yet, not yet, no. <laughs> too soon, too soon. You guys, the numbers had gone up, and obviously the reins for the local show. And that's why the national show came about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it seemed, listen, for an LA viewer, it's like they're never off the fucking air. But, you know, it's like, what was that, from 7 to 11 then? Or what yeah. was it I hear? Yeah, no, it was still only three hours. Was it? Oh, yeah. so then the 9 to 10 went national. Yeah. Oh, oh, I okay. forget that. And then, so when you got fired, it was such a shock. It was like an earthquake. And you understand, because I we were doing business together. And the pivot, I remember having to watch that day. We had our deal with the Wayne brothers. Yeah. And they tried to make it sound like you're going on to bigger and better things. Yes. And you've got all these other things. Mm -hmm. And goodbye and good luck. But we'll see you tomorrow at 7 a.m. It was yeah. so It was so bizarre. bizarre. I remember Steve turning to me. It was the last 30 seconds of the show. And he's like, well, do you have anything to say? And I was sitting there with Teddy in my lap. And I was like, I don't know how to say this, you know, other than, yes, um, you know, I'm moving on, da, da, da. And we had a, an agreement, I guess you did too, where we weren't allowed to talk about anything. And of course, when I called into Howard Stern, I'm like, yeah, no, the guys that you know, Bob Cook and da, da, da. I was like, they, they should fire me. And, and, and they were angry because they got called out. Then I got a cease and desist. You won't get paid. You got a cease and desist? Yeah. Like I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And I'm like- and didn't you have like a little flirtation going on with one of those executives? Oh God, yes. Well, Big time. it didn't work. God. No. No, no, no. It was way after the fact that we oh. got the show. I, I met him during the show. And yes, we had more than a flirtation. I think I threw my neck out with him. And then um, <laughs> oh, God, I that's did. Right. Did you almost die? Yeah. No, you yeah. got okay. a concussion, didn't no, you? No, no. I tore my neck and it started to uh, leak brain fluid into my stem. And so I would From get headaches. boning? Well, you know. And then he fired you. Whoa. What the hell? Then he fired me. Insult to injury. And then he fired me. Hey, he's still and I was I wasn't even having sex with him. <laughs> what does oh. that say about my sex? <laughs> hey, uh, can you move that neck brace? I've got something to tell you. You can't hear me? Or, oh, can you hear me now? God. You're fired. So how, okay. How long, when you guys found out you were having the national show, that had mm -hmm. to be exciting. And then how long did that last with the two of you on it? Oh God, I don't know. Three Maybe, years. Was it that long? It was. What? It was okay. three years. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, you know, the excitement, you'd already done national shows. For me, I had done the NFL, which was a self-contained juggernaut in and of itself. It's so huge. It's mm. such a well-oiled machine. They treat people differently. And I'll never forget the arguments that would go on with the higher-ups fighting each other. And I was like, you're all Fox. You're supposed to work together, but they don't. So what people don't realize is the NFL, the Fox O&Os or the local or the uh, Fox Network FX, they don't all work together. It's mm -hmm. like, who's pissing on my territory? You're not taking her for this. You're not taking her to the Super Bowl. We're not. I'm like, so I was caught in the middle. I'm like, I'll do the weather for you guys in the morning and then I'll work for the NFL. Like, 
I just remember trying to please everybody. Or if a magazine came and did something on the, sh the house or the animals, I would get in shit. You didn't get permission for that. I'm like, I'm promoting your show. I just... I, I know. You were always in trouble. I was always in Not trouble. Not as much trouble as you should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was always in... Were you ever in trouble? You were never in trouble. I was in trouble every once in a while. But, but when for you, what? Not for big... Uh, yeah, I said some stupid stuff. Hey, Black Dirt, I said some stupid stuff. Well, that was stuff. great. <laughs> I still use that. So after... Denzel's you, my favorite Black Dirt. Oh, God, I had such a crush on him. <laughs> okay, too. so when you were when you were gone and then they started bringing in everybody and then yeah. they did the same thing... To me, with you, yeah, on the... They, you know, they Good were auditioning people so for her job. So that happened later on Good Day LA so, to her. She went first and then I went six months later. But what I learned is that every girl that they'd bring in, they told them privately that you're up for both either Jillian or Dorothy. Dorothy. And mm -hmm. the only reason I know this now is because somebody, and this is the local show. This is the local. Yeah. Whoever sat in, I would be nice to, but it was just so awkward and weird. We didn't know what was going on. And uh, until one of them said to me, you know, they used your name too. They, they didn't just say this is to find a replacement for Dorothy. This is to find a replacement for you. And I was like, well, thanks for your honesty because we'd worked together. I mean, what a bizarre like musical chair. So yeah. nationally, you got fired first, uh -huh. Jillian. Dorothy, okay, you're so still then, there. And Debbie, literally your seat's still warm at 9 a.m. You yeah. get up out of it and Debbie sits in yes. it with Steve and Dorothy. Yeah. Well, How Debbie, Debbie, that last for? Debbie was one of the many people that they, they came oh, in to yeah. So oh, when Debbie came in, okay. I could see they all lit up like, woohoo, this is like you said, Jillian Light. Yeah. This is like a lot like Jill, but without some of the aftertaste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. So I was gone on vacation and oh, I, God. I knew I never, know. never take a vacation. Never take a vacation. So and true. I knew they loved Debbie, but other people were still in the mix. And then Arthel had come in a couple of times for me when I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I get back from vacation and do you remember sweet Deb? Jenkins, who worked for all, like all the executives. So Deb comes to get me after the yeah, show one I day do. and I says, do. beep, wants to meet with you. <laughs> so I think, oh, okay, they're going to tell me that it's Debbie because I yeah, knew at that okay. point it was going to be Debbie. And so I'm walking up with Deb to the meeting and I turn to her and I say, it's Debbie, right? And she goes, yeah, I think so. And I said, but you know what? I heard they really liked Arthel too. And she said to me, now we're at the door oh and God. I'm opening the door to walk into the meeting. And she says to me, yeah, they had me send Arthel flowers today. And I looked at her oh, and she looked at me and it was like, we both realized at that point oh, that I was getting God. canned because they were hiring Debbie they and sent flowers. Arthel. Jesus Christ. They never sent flowers to us for shit. Oh my God. But it was actually good because I was walking into the meeting and I had at least like five seconds to compose myself. Oh, oh my shocked. God. Yeah. Whoa, though. Yeah, that's And so brutal. the next day, of course, had to come back and do the... the morning show. Yeah. Oh, you only got one more day? Well, no, she still had to go do well, the we're still doing. I know, it's this so is just for the late, This is for the uh, uh, national show. She this still would be confusing do... even if we weren't I know, drinking. I know. Yeah, we were still doing the local show. <laughs> and I was still doing the national show for like another week. Okay. Yeah. But I walk in the next morning at, you know, 6 a.m., do the local show and I see Jill and you already knew right and we both just we burst out laughing yeah it was like oh my, my god. god like how do we do how, now every day we get up at nine in the commercial break it was so awkward and the other ones would walk in but Steve is still sitting there yeah yeah yeah, but I think it was good for us because now, okay, we've yeah. both been fired. It was very bonding. And then <laughs> after, I think what got, got us closer together again was when Steve left Good Day LA. Then we called each other that morning and it was like, what? But you now know? go to the local because yeah. then Dorothy, you were the first to leave. And I remember they did a, didn't they do like well, a really great video? Leave. Fired, uh, a good video or package send well, off for you. Okay, what happened was, and I've just been reliving this because yeah. I'm, I'm writing a, a never uh, ending. A yeah, but it'll never. I'm, I'm still writing a book proposal. God knows <laughs> when it'll ever happen, or anyone who would ever buy it. 
but so oh, I think that of, would be very interesting. I've been kind of reliving it a little bit. So yeah. I had like a two minute meeting with our new news director. We had a new boss, Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and he says to me, with you know, n- no foreplay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're fired. And oh, uh, he said to me, we want to do a, a nicer, smarter show. And I'm like, I thought I was smart and wow. nice. Okay. And he said to me, look, we need you to lie about it. And um, we're going to do like a whole big, you know, like month long celebration of all your favorite stars. And you're going to I'm like, oh, really, George Clinton? Who's coming in? <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to say you're leaving to spend more time with your family. And I was Ooh. like, no, I'm not. Wow. That's so derogatory yeah. in some ways. It, it, it's just so sexist, too. As if that's a step down. Like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna spend, yeah. It's like, no, yeah. you can be a working mom yeah. and family. You could do it all. Uh, my son was in middle school. He was like, please don't spend any yeah. more time with us. <laughs> so I, I that's weird I just decided I wouldn't lie about it which is probably silly because it would have been better for my career if I just had lied about it mm. so what did you say I, I didn't say anything to anybody I came oh. to work the next day and pretended like everything was normal oh my gosh and then you know eventually people know because you're yeah. in the news business oh. and actually I never said anything I don't think even to you guys but you knew. How did I know? Yeah, I think everybody knew at that point because they left me on the air for like three weeks. I guess because it was sweeps. But normally, oh. you know, you get fired, you're gone. You're gone. Right. Yeah. You know, because God knows what Loose you're going to say. Yes, yeah. so they left me on for a week. And so is- it was. So Friday was my last day, mm-hmm. and on that Thursday, you said, "Are we going to talk about this?" Oh. Yes, that's I right. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess. Did I say that on the air? I think so. <laughs> no, but you it were was right. So too. bizarre to me. It was just weird how do you i don't know there wasn't a lot of acknowledgement that the audience beloved you guys no not at all i think they would not have agreed with this decision i honestly can say for the most part you guys could still be the dynamic you are today now well look at times i mean some of the stuff you got away with back then would be considered very un-PC now, possibly. I don't know. Possibly. Yep. Well, I mean. <laughs> possibly. But I see KTLA and they still have, you know, some of the, the, the originals. And I think that's, that shows yes, that the familiarity, people. Familiarity. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that the is key. something that's comfort, yeah. comforting about that. Yeah. So Friday was your last day. Didn't they? I remember watching. Wasn't there some they nice, did. They had like yes, a, a little video a package. A beautiful send off. And, and it was kind of like what you said about when you got fired from the national show. Steve kind of turned to me at the end. Well, I remember, first of all, before the show, in makeup, I, I said to him, I don't know how to do this because I had three hours to like. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Steve, who is the smartest person I know, said to me, I don't know how to do this either. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks for your help. Uh-oh. And so I think we just kind of acted like normal. Yeah. Colin Powell was on, which I was really excited about. Wow. That I don't even remember. Yeah. And, and he said to me at the end of the interview on air, he said to me, why are they firing you? I'm <gasps> like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's like, you ask great questions. Why are they firing you? Oh, my God. Isn't that brilliant? But at the end of the show, Steve said to me, like, in the last 30 seconds, do you want to say anything? And I was just like, Yeah, it's the worst. But I think when you have news directors or... They want to put their stamp on it? They need to put their stamp on it. Or they think that something needs to be fixed. And yeah. changed, and it's usually, usually it's wrong. Be, usually it's wrong, but usually they start with behind the scenes first. They don't let the faces that help create the the whole thing. Right. You know, I mean, they did us dirty. I mean, I'm not gonna. The business is ugly anyway, but the way we particularly went out was really yeah. ugly. Then how and, long were you on the air then after Dorothy? Oh, just a few months. Like, oh, if really? That, and yeah, did you like, did you that. feel like you had a target on your back? Oh, I knew the whole time. Every time they'd auditions, because somebody was kind enough to say, look, when we're sitting for these auditions for the show, they're not just saying it's for Dorothy's position. They're saying it's for yours too. Like uh-huh. this girl, I will be forever indebted for her honesty because... It sort of prepared you. Uh-huh. 
But I already knew the right, you know, when the writing's on the wall, you're like, this is not the same. I remember when new management came in, they took down, I had like a Chappelle poster and I had a Howard Stern. I was like, where's, where's all my stuff? And I remember Danny going, oh yeah, they came through. They didn't, it didn't oh, go the, over well. The, the, the suits, the new suits. And Danny was the director, right? He was our floor director. Floor yeah. director. He took over from Larry. Remember Larry? Oh and my then God. I do remember when you. Oh wait, it's time for Larry Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> See? <Taste> season. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Larry. Larry's, Larry's balls. Yeah. Larry's balls roasting on. <laughs> oh, God, I, the when, memories. When you were let go, I in in a complete opposition to Dorothy. I remember it was like nothing was said. Basically, there was no video package. There was no send off for you. <laughs> you, you weren't even there, right? No, I, yes, they called well, me. Oh, that's right. They called me on a Thursday. Kingsley called me, and he's like, "Well, we're reshuffling the deck," and did And I'm like, "Uh huh." So, and he called me at I reshuffling. I got, I got home at Chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I was already home. It was 1030. I just finished Gadele. And they originally said, okay, he said to me on the phone, we're announcing the new lineup on Monday. I go, oh, so new lineup. I'm out. And he's like, no, no, you'll do two or three days a week in the field. And it's Jillian's world, whatever you want to do. Well, my, my ego, like you said, I sh probably should have taken it. Um, but my ego, I'm like, wait a minute, I helped create this party. And now I'm, okay. I said, to, well, who's going to sit in the seat that I sat in for almost two decades? Like, I didn't say who's going to sit in my chair. I'm not stupid enough to know. I know we're renting it. And he said, Hey, that was your chair. <laughs> it was right. And he said, I'm not at liberty to say. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So I got off the phone and I went right to Twitter and I'm like, well, my, my days uh, oh of good gosh. day are over. And I remember my publicist calling and he said, oh, they're having a fucking meltdown because they had already sent out a press release that had Maria Sansone. Steve Edwards and who was the girl for you? I don't even remember. Okay, because I, I honestly am not mature enough to have ever been able to watch the show after I was. Oh, fired. I watched it once. I'm still not that evolved. Julie? Maybe. I just know those girls have been gone for years, but they announced this lineup and they said, and because my publicist, Mike Leota at the time, sent me a picture and it said, and Jillian Barbary, like I was oh, like, some guest star <laughs> is going to be on. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? And uh, I was uh, Oh, I so, envisioned like the love boat. Oh, God. And guest starring Julie Toos, Jillian Barbary as... And featuring... Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt it like. It was the Titanic. It's like when it you're at the housewives and then they make you a friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> adjacent. You so were adjacent. I oh. said, you know, no, that's not how I'm rolling. Like, because they thought... And this is what my publicist said. They assumed because I had a baby at home in a diaper, my ex didn't work, like they had me buy the balls and they were mm. like, fuck mm. you, this is what we're going to do. And you're going to do it because you have no other choice. And I was like, no, fuck you, actually I do. And I'm out. And they were like, what? They had already sent out the press release oh, with my name Before on it. Before they called Before you. Before they called me. He's like, I go, when did they go out? He said at 9 a.m. He goes, when did they call you? And I said, like almost 11, at quarter to 11 or 11. He's like an like, afterthought. It was complete afterthought. And I was like, Fuck all y'all and the horse you rode in on. I'll keep Wait, the okay, horse. Wait, okay, and then we absolutely have to stop talking about getting fired. But didn't you, wasn't there some <laughs> lunch where you got fired at lunch and then you paid for lunch anyway? Yes. What was that lunch? <laughs> what was that lunch? <laughs> Normally you would get dumped yes. and then pay for the lunch. No, what was that? It was yeah. like, it was with Jose, but also with, I think Kevin? The, the suits, the big suits. I don't remember. I just I, remember you got fired and you paid for lunch. I probably did. No one oh fucking idiot. God. And you I probably had, left a really good tip. I had you. a yeah. really good relationship with, I always say the big bosses of like the David Hills where they had so much power, they would just take care of you. And I, we weren't used to being taken care of. We were used to sort of doing it. And yeah, but it's local news. It's local mm -hmm. news. You shit on, you know, and that's fine. But you know, I look back at that opportunity and I think, could we have done things differently? Sure. I'm sure we could have, but 
I remember one time. And I mean, this, we probably should have been smarter, but we were just in the moment. In the moment. And, yeah. you know, Steve always said to us that there was one woman that had a really good gene. It was the man gene. It was Lisa Joyner, where she was able to sort of separate like not take things too personally and da 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 Yeah, that was never us. That was never us. Like, I saw Lisa a couple of weeks ago. She's doing good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's right. a podcast. She's married to John, John Cryer. John Cryer. And she's a beautiful an amazing home. show on Ma- adoption. Yes, yeah. I mean, she's doing extremely well. You're like, what did I do wrong? Not, not until you just said that, but yeah. <laughs> just keep swimming. So just keep swimming. Yeah, just... Just keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. So did you never then? That was it. The phone call happened, the press release debacle, and you never went back? No. I think I went back. No, I knew. And in fact, I took a picture of the stage. It was I forgot something out on the stage. And I went back out there and the lights were down and it was so eerily quiet. And I remember it was like, they had already gotten me down to two, three days a week. I knew the end like was happening. I just didn't realize what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um and so I had taken a picture that day of the camera and the weather wall. And it was that day, I mean, a couple of days before. And then I used that on Twitter and I just said, you know, going back into the studio, I forgot something. And I took this picture and it was, I took a black and white and it was really beautiful and very quiet and sad. Gosh, and Rocco was just a baby. Yeah, he was in diapers. Did you two communicate at all at that point? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was hard. We went through. Well, yeah, you two are the most relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. into your pain. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. I don't know that I knew that you went through as much as you did until you told me all that stuff. I thought, oh, I'm not alone. Like, I, I, I always thought I was crazy. I'd go to my car and bawl my eyes out or whatever. And you're like, no. Oh, I think I just the- faked it better. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Oh God, we have to stop talking about getting fired. <laughs> even when I was fired from the local show, I thought that I was faking it really well, even at home. You know, oh. like, yeah, I'm good. Me, oh. cheerful, I'm good. Oh. And then, of course, at night, I would like drink wine and eat Doritos and Cry. have my little pity party. <laughs> yeah. But I, I loved that I drove Nash to school every day. Yeah. Which was the gift. Because that he came was, he from was that. how old? He was, he was in was high school s- then. Um, but I remember him saying to me one day, like, Mom, why are you sad? Aww. Why are you or aren't you? Why are he, you? He could, he could and tell. I thought, wow, I thought I was a better actress. Wow. And I said to him, well, you know, honey, I had that job longer than you've been alive. And he was like, okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> In the industry, it is amazing how long you both were on the air. It's, you know, it's yeah. funny. LA Times, I, I, somebody sent me an article a guy did it in 2013 after I was canned. And I can't say that I was canned. I can say because they didn't want me to be able to have any sort of a suit because we had 20, you, me, and G. Martirez. I was approached by a very prominent lawyer. Let's just put it this way. And I called Dorothy and I called Jean and I said, I look, know. we were I all left. Talked you out of it. I'm an idiot. We were all let go four months between all of us. We are all over 45. This is mm. bullshit. And we have a class action. And this woman approached me and said, if you want to do something with it, they have to get on board. Jean right away was like, no, I have, I want a career in Chicago. You were kind of on the fence. You're like, ah, I don't know. And because and you, my husband was like, Sue, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> and so no, was no. my ex. My ex was like, get it, because they don't give a fuck about you. And um, <laughs> he thought it would have been the smarter thing to do. And I just uh, didn't absolutely. think I could handle it. Yeah. Mm. And maybe, you know, we didn't for the right reasons. And it's okay that we didn't. But I know that they would have for sure settled. There's no fucking way. They, they, what they did to us was, I mean... The morning that they did the 20 year anniversary for Steve Edwards and they cut right, us completely he, he out of it. stayed on. Yeah. You two were gone. For what, four years? Five years? Yeah, something like that. But they did his 20th anniversary without us. And we were there for 17 of those 20 fucking years. And they were man- they managed, because I know one of the producers there is still very close to, she said they were told in a meeting in no uncertain terms are they to have any Jillian Barbary or Dorothy Lucy in any of the clips. So what did they show? In they LA, showed, that's all we I know. know him for. Um, they were just able to manage to cut us out of everything. 
Was it like Cindy Garvey? I mean, like, what no, are we talking they, they about? They just did mostly him with people. Like, they just were creatively oh, like, yes. cut okay. us out. And of that was the only everything. time I've really ever watched. And I turned it on for a couple of minutes, and my husband said to me, Why are you watching? You know, they're not going to mention you guys. And I was like, Of oh. course, of course, they're going to show fun clips of us. Right. And, and then after about five minutes, I was like, All oh, right, you're, you're so right. Turn it off. <laughs> I woke up to a barrage of tweets. People are like, This is bullshit. I can't believe you and Dorothy aren't there. I'm like, What the fuck are people talking about? And Steve says he thought at some that point they were going to bring us oh, out at the very end. Can like you imagine? Cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell my God. If they were smart, they would have. there were things you guys did, like Jimmy Kimmel would play. I mean, yeah. your guys' dynamic was that enjoyable. So yes, you two popping out a cake at the great. end would have been amazing. Yeah. But they, uh, no, they Because they kept saying to Steve, surprise guests. And so he and his... <laughs> surprise, th- it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> He thought for sure, I, we have worked with him the longest out of any two women. There's no way. This is what he told me. There's no way they can't... I've worked with them the longest. They are the reason I'm back. Like, what the fuck? And we weren't. So I took to Twitter. I was so angry. I was like, you know, this is a, just a slap in the face. You are much more high road. But she would say things like, what she said, and then put the finger down. Because <laughs> I'm she just said. a chicken. I remember listening to I you. So and angry. I have such a vivid memory. I was with my mom, and we were at the Topanga Mall. Um, <laughs> and I think I was picking up, like, food from the Cheesecake Factory, waiting there in that little, you know, where yeah. you, Pick stuff up, and I was listening to you, and you were on with Pat O'Brien, my old co-host. Yeah. And you were talking about it. Oh, we God. were on the radio. Yeah. On, oh, that's interesting. And what did we say? Oh, you were pissed. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, it, was, it was a disgrace. It was still to this day. I'm like, who does that? And you know what it is? It's not like Dorothy and I did some horrible things to the company. Well, yeah, I feel like, like they, 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 like, it was like blame the victim. They were mad at us. And we still to this day, we're like, sorry, we won you four fucking five Emmys. <laughs> sorry, we, you know, helped bring the show that was a shit show to a number one show. And yes, shows have ebbs and flows. And sometimes KTLA was number one. And sometimes we were, but it was part of the game. And it seems like KTLA got that and they kept their main core of people. But mm-hmm. Fox didn't get the fucking memo and they just shit all over the people who created the fun party. And to this day, I don't know why they let me go. When people say to me, why were you fired? I'm like, go ask them. Why was Dorothy fired? Go ask them. Do do you have any idea why you were let go? No, No. I've heard theories. I can tell you guys a very interesting story. I don't think I've ever told you. I was working for someone else at the time. I'm going to not name names at any of this, but I'll be able to tell the story regardless. We'll name the, the names. Right. So I was at, at La Scala mm-hmm. and I was at a meeting with four of the huge executives at Fox that I was working with uh, a project on. And they actually referenced, uh, they said, you know, we just don't know what's happening locally. We think they made the biggest mistake getting rid of Dorothy and Jillian. He goes, oh, that's sweet. He goes, that was doing great numbers. You don't fuck with the numbers. He goes, so, you know, we're constantly trying to rejuggle and figure out what we're doing. He goes, but... Because that was such a huge mistake because we understand what drew the audience. It was the two of them. He goes, I don't know why they left that la- last man standing. And I, they had no idea of my connection to wow. anybody or anything. So I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. And I go, well, would you guys ever like revisit or try revamp it? And they're Reboot. like, and he said, oh, no, Jillian burnt that bridge. And I think it might have been related to Twitter or Howard Stern or something like that. I mean, like when you went on and talked about like after the fact, like how it was so hurtful and you were, you were being your authentic self and mm-hmm. talking about how you were hurt. But I think that they wanted you guys to be quiet afterwards. Oh, they, yeah. yeah. They did not want you to talk about it. 
And I don't think it would have made a difference anyways. Yeah. I don't think it would. I'm glad I spoke my yeah. truth. It's uh, not like they came back and they'll never admit they fucked up ever. Like to this day, they're well, still struggling. There's something called ratings and numbers. Well, they still to this day are, they'll never get the ratings they had when we were there. They just won't. They haven't. They won't. I hear it from people all the time in the business. Right. And, and it, it just sucks that they, they I don't know anybody that up. watches that show now. No. When they I went know all to KTLA. everybody that used to watch it back in the day. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, it was one of those things you just turned on in the morning and it was your sort of your background noise or you check in on a big, you know, entertainment story from Dorothy or, you know, what, what the hell is Jillian up to? Because yes, a lot of times you would roll in clearly from the night before, uh-huh. you know, in your, in your Frankie B jeans or your, <laughs> you're like, is that adulting about like so much boob in the morning? Like, yeah, you know, sure. but that or your That's dog. That's what we should have called the show. <laughs> so much morning. boob in the morning. <laughs> but like, that is why we tune in. So it was like that they didn't get that. And they, you know, I don't even think we got how, cause there's so many places you can you just see normal news, like how much fun it was. Yeah, it was great. It yeah. was really fun. We had it really good for a yeah. very long time. And so, yeah, I don't want to sit here and, you know, do the Monday morning quarterbacking. It's easy to do that. But yeah, I remember Steve trying to let us know that we had it good. Do you remember like every once in a while he'd say, you know, you guys, this is really good, right? And I'd be like, ah, whatever. Well, you know? he would always say, as long as the ratings are good, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking I had so many things on the side that it was like, whatever, like, you know, if they don't get it, they don't get it. And I was smart enough to keep that as my bread and butter. But for them to say, like an executive say, Jillian burnt that bridge. No, they fucking burnt that bridge. They did that to me. What, how was I supposed to respond? I had a baby in diapers. They treated me like shit. What am I supposed to do? Well, normally people don't say anything. That's the thing that you would have just kind of played the game and not say anything after the fact. All I did was say, I've been told that I'm no longer wanted on Good Day LA and I'm moving on. That's all I said. I didn't say anything shit about them until they started to attack us. And by attack us, meaning they fired us for no reason. They, it was like we were persona non grata after we helped make them number one and won them Emmys. They just, something happened where they just turned their back on us and wanted us gone. And then- Can you throw the Emmy in the trash once? Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, on what the air mean? for a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) All right. Well, that's where we're going to end the first part of our lovely conversation with Miss Dorothy Lucy, my former co-host of Good Day LA. And there's even more, which you can catch in next week's episode of Ask Jillian. Thanks for listening, everybody.